fantastic to have you with us. Very excited to be here this morning and I hope you are too because we're going to have a really fun morning. Who's ready? Who's having fun so far? Totally. Oh, people at the back, awesome. People in the middle, not so much. And the people at the front, well, jeepers. Oh yeah, raising hands, I like it. Good, good. Okay, well, oh let me, sorry, I'm going to just get my coffee because I normally have two before 10 o'clock. Yeah, start work at seven. First one's at quarter past, second one's at about 9.30 when the kids have gone into class because I work at a high school and let me tell you, (laughs) you need two coffees before 10 o'clock when you work in a high school. It's good. Okay, who said amen? Who knows? John knows a high school teacher too. Yes, he probably has a bit more than coffee in the morning, but that's great. Cool. This morning, I am going to share with you some really cool stuff. And I'm going to introduce you to this most amazing individual. He's actually one of my best friends. I've known him for a very long time. And actually, some of you might know him. Some of you might have met him in in your travels. And I have certainly had him in my life. Wow. Probably, you know what? Since the day I was born. Yeah. And this best friend of mine, he's one of my best friends. Got others, but he's one that I really love to kind of get together with regularly. And he's the kind of best friend that loves me no matter what. No matter what I do, if I've got a bad hair day, or I didn't put my makeup on right, or I've got mascara rolling down my face, he doesn't care. He just loves me anyway. He's the kind of best friend, which for me is a very important thing, speaks all the time, loves to talk. I love to talk. We love to talk to each other. So he's an awesome best friend. I know some of you might be shocked it's a male as well, but he's a very, very cool best friend. The thing is, this best friend of mine knows so much. Like he knows everything. I mean everything. Who knows a best friend like that, that knows everything? This guy everything. He's so wise as well. I love it. He's so wise and so considered. Love it. He has a mind of his own and has a will of his own, which is great. So it's not like he's persuaded or swayed by me in my decisions. He's very strong and doesn't let me persuade him and talk him out of stuff. He's pretty convicted and sticks on with what he needs to do. It's really cool because he's the kind of person that really comforts me and really helps me in life. When I've got to talk about something, when I've got to work something out, he's right there, right ready to listen. He strengthens me, gives me really good words of encouragement. I love that about him. And the really interesting thing, he's with me all the time. Whenever, wherever I go, he's there. This friend of mine, It's kind of like a lifesaver for me. I'd like to introduce you to the Holy Spirit. I grew up in a Catholic church and um, it was great. It was a great experience, very different to my personality. But we used to talk about this Holy Spirit, but I didn't really know much about this 
Holy Spirit. The only times it kind of came up in conversation or it kind of seemed to be front and centre is when we're singing from the hymnal book. And it was the, and I kid you not, it sounded like this. Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, early in the morning our song shall rise to thee. Holy, 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 Merciful and mighty God in three persons, the blessed Trinity. Thank you. Yes, that was our Sunday regular hymnal. Very interesting. And all I learned about this Holy Spirit was, was God in three person, and he was meant to be merciful and mighty. And from that song, I thought, whoa, jeepers creepers. Yep, he's definitely merciful and mighty. <sighs> yes, so that was all I knew about the Holy Spirit. We referred to him a little bit in what we would call our service is the Mass, but I didn't know about him. I didn't know that he could do stuff. Anyway, along my travels... What ended up happening, I ended up getting to a church back then, encountering a church, and it used to be called Rhema Family Church, which then became Riverview Church. And I went to Bible college. Well, we were talking about all sorts of things, and there was one particular unit that you studied was the Holy Spirit. Well, I just about fell out of my chair, because this particular teacher was talking about the Holy Spirit and was talking about this person and what this person can do and what he does and how he affects your life. And I thought to myself, oh my gosh, if I let this person into my life, he will irrevocably change who I am, what I do and how I live my life. I'm excited. I want to I learn. I want to know this. So thus begun my quest of discovering who this Holy Spirit was and what he was going to be in my life and how I was going to run to him. See, the thing is, for me, that was never a scary thing, ever. It was like instant eyes open, oh my gosh, let me find out. I, I'm into that kind of stuff anyway. A little bit of horror, a little bit of X-Files, a little bit of that kind of stuff. So for me, it was never scary. If anything, it was really quite exciting. What? There's another dimension? Oh my God, tell me please. So exciting. So that was the beginning. And I learned a bunch of stuff. But today, I'm only going to focus on maybe a couple, maybe two or three things that really stood out for me growing up and learning about the Holy Spirit. This morning, before we get into this, I am going to pray because my heart beat for all of us here at Elevate is that we today, if we already know who the Holy Spirit is and have a relationship with him, fantastic. I want it to grow stronger and deeper and more profound than it ever has before. If you don't know him, today's an awesome day to be in this house so we're going to discover more about him because I'm telling you, it is a wild, fun, awesome ride. Let's pray. Father, We open our minds and hearts to your word today. We incline our ear to your voice and we prepare what you have before us, that you build your your spirit into our lives. Holy Spirit, we welcome you into this house. We ask that there is an open heaven, that you 
help me open hearts with the words I say, that you help me bring about the truth of who you are to our people. Father, I thank you that today is a very exciting day because we get to learn more about you, trust you more, and build a future that is potent for this city. In your son's mighty name we pray. Amen. Okay, the first thing I learned about this best friend of mine, I have one of three, he's the third, yes, is that he leads me. He specifically leads me in my life. The book of Romans, the author wrote this, and it's in chapter 8, verse 14. Because those who are led by the Spirit of God are sons and daughters of God. And I love that because automatically the fact that I'm choosing to be led by the Spirit automatically assures me that I'm a daughter of God. Tell you how this works out in my life. He leads me very specifically. You see, it happens very regularly too. I might be at a cafe, right? And you know, it's the ones often that I have to line up and order the coffee at the counter and then you go and take a seat. It's those cafes. And I kid you not, it's probably 99.9% this happens to me. In front of me, inadvertently, there's a male or female child or whatever standing in front of me when uh, there's a person in front of me. And the interesting thing about this is I get this little kind of nudge on the shoulder and that's the way I like to describe it, a nudge on the shoulder. And it says to me, pray for that person. And I'm like, I just want to get a coffee. I don't want to be praying for any person. Again, pray for that person. Instantly, I know something shifted. Okay, whoa, the lights go on, my eyes widen. Okay, pray for that person. It could be 30 seconds, it could be 10 seconds, three minutes, it doesn't matter. I don't know this person. I'm not about to pop my hands on their shoulders. It's just under my breath. I'll start praying for them or I'll start just going to come. Okay, That was bound to happen, wasn't it? I bet you were watching that. Yeah, hands waving everywhere. So that, that's what I would do, and, and it would happen. Or if I'm driving in my car and there is a person walking on the sidewalk, I don't know them, and it will, I'll look at them and I'll catch their eye or something will just go in me. It's like this little kind of flutter and wave, and I think, oh, again, Holy Spirit, he leads me. Pray for them. And I do. This happens to me all the time. All the time. It's like as natural as breathing, like Daniel Indrajai talked last week. And if you haven't got that podcast, please, please do yourself a favor. Log on and get it. Elevatechurch.me, get it. it. It's awesome set up to how the Holy Spirit works in our lives. It's really, really good one. Um, anyway, so that's what I do. This happens to me. For instance, I could be in a shopping center, right? And um, I see a person and they might be wearing a red top and black jeans or something, right? And they just, I happen to see them and something in me goes, oh, okay, now I forget about them. It could be a really large shopping centre, okay, like Garden City or somewhere like that. I kid you not, in that space of that time where I am there, I must see this person five or six times, five or six times. And there's others that I will never see. I will just never see them. I see them once or it don't even occur to me. And then I started thinking, it was like the Holy Spirit, again, leading me and teaching me stuff. What I started doing is, okay, you want me to do something about this. So I started praying. Whenever I would see a person once or twice or three times in a massive crowd, rarely would you see a person that many times, 
I kind of felt like the Holy Spirit's leading me to do something about it. So I would pray. And sometimes there would be an encounter. Sometimes I would say something like bump them or whatever, purely by chance. But my point is that's how I started to learn about this person, the Holy Spirit. He starts leading me. I follow and awesome things happen. I've had great opportunities to pray for people randomly. Have I ever seen them again? Nah. But hey, who cares? It's cool. God does what he needs to do. I'm just merely the vessel and the tool that he'll use in the process. Another thing that I learned is that he helps me. Again, love the book of Romans. Take the time to read it. It's a very, very good book. The book of Romans, the author writes in chapter 8, In the same way the Spirit helps us in our weakness, we do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. Love that. Now the story. Decided to wash the car because it was getting a bit dirty. This was a couple of months ago. It was a bit dirty. And I thought, oh, I'll just, you know, wash the car, get out in the sun, get a bit of vitamin D, given that I'm, who could even believe in this country, Australia, that I'm vitamin D deficient? But yes, hello, I am. And being Italian as well, serious problems. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to go outside, I'm going to get a bit of sun, and I'm going to work on this car to get it clean. No worries. Get it happening. I'm doing the buff, the polish, the whatever, whatever. Well, what happens? I break a nail. No, you see, this is a really serious matter for me. Well, I was just spewing. I was so angry. I have what I call at times, those of you who care, great. Those of you don't, really quickly. I mean, vice versa. It's quite a French tip, white tips, okay? That's what I like sometimes. So the end was white, okay? Well, that bit chipped off and it fell onto the brick paving outside the front of my house. Well, I was cursing like you wouldn't believe I was so angry because one, it was expensive and two, I actually just got them done that morning. I was so angry because I'm like, I haven't got time to go back. I haven't got time. This is ridiculous. So then what did I do? I'm like, oh God, please help me. Holy Spirit, you always listen to me. Please, can you help me find my nail, please? I know this is ridiculous, but can you please help me find it? So I calmed down, not quite yet. And then I looked down and I'm like, you've got to be joking me. There is white flecks everywhere on that back brick paving. It was like all of a sudden it rained from the sky and there's flecks everywhere. There was no way I could find the tip of my nail because my plan was to glue it back on. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my gosh. So I'm cursing. Like it was ridiculous. And I know there's far more severe and important things on a global scale but my nail, but it was important to me. And it was a really crappy week that I had had. And I was like, this was the straw that broke the camel's back, breaking a nail. Anyway, after I calmed down, (laughs) I heard this check behind the wheel of the passenger side. And I was about to be all smarmy. Oh, come on. There are white flakes everywhere. (laughs) What do you mean check behind the wheel? But I went, actually, no. Chill out, girlfriend. Check behind the wheel. Sure enough, sure enough, it was there. I am telling you, it was the tie. <laughs> it was like a pinhead break on that nail, and it was there. I slid down the car crying with relief and absolute, oh, went inside, glued my nail back. But do you know what? It wasn't about the nail at the end of the day. Yeah, it was the nail. It was about the fact that he listens to me, no matter how big or small, that was important to me. 
And he was there because he knew the week I had. And he knew I was about to go postal if that was going to be the case with this nail. And he just was like, you know what? Let's alleviate this. Let me help you. Let me help you to bring about a bit more peace back in your life. Because you know what? Things are going crazy right now. It was a nail. Who cares? But he was there for me. That's a small story, but there's big stuff that happens, really serious stuff. When stuff is going down, illness, relationships that are really hard, or when you are fighting your life for your kids, when you are praying like you've never prayed before, when you are worrying that they're not home because they've caught up in some kind of group of drugs and drinking and all the rest of it, he is there. It says in my Bible, but the spirit himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. Trust me on this. If you don't trust me, I don't care. Trust it. Trust this word. Trust God and his truth. He groans on our behalf. He intercedes for us. He believes in us. He, he absolutely is there for us because he loves us. Another thing I learned, he teaches me. He teaches me. I love this. In the book of John, John writes this in chapter 14, but the counsellor, I love that word. The Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything I have said to you. The Holy Spirit teaches me to be generous. He teaches me to live out of my means. Years ago, I was paying for petrol. I filled my car. I'd done my thing and I'd gone into the petrol station. And the girl in front of me, I wasn't really paying attention. I was just like, you know, whatever, hurry up, hurry up. I didn't really, the only line that I heard was, but I can't pay for it. I've got no money. And then I got my attention and I'm like, oh gosh, okay. Well, I wonder what's going to happen here. And the guy was a bit of a, hmm, I won't say the word, live, but I didn't really like his attitude, let's just say. I mean, okay, young girl, whatever. And he's probably having a bad day himself, but he just wasn't very pleasant. So he was being really smart-mouthed. And I'm like, I really don't like this attitude, but whatever. So I just stood there and I thought, okay, she was starting to get really distressed. And then again, Holy Spirit, pay for her petrol. You've got the money in your wallet. I know you do. Pay for her petrol. <gasps> what? Huh? And then it... I didn't think twice. I was like, okay, actually, yeah, cool. So I said, oh, look, actually, just tack it onto mine. Um, I'll pay for it. Don't worry about it. Well, the nasty man's eyes grew like saucers, a bit like the cartoons when their eyes bug out. That was his. And I'm like, he goes, why? I said, oh, because it's cool. Like, that's fine. Just pay for it. She can go. You get your money. It's all sorted. Don't worry about it. And he was a bit like, oh, okay, you sure? And I said, yes, I'm sure. And she just about like, What? are you doing? So I paid for it, whatever. I kind of wanted to walk out and get out of there. Not because of anything. I just, you know, it's done. Don't want to make a big deal about it. Walk out the thing. And she was like, oh, can I get your number? Can I ring you? Can I pay back? I said, don't worry, sweetie. You go and do what you need to do and got in the car. It's a lot of those kind of things. That's a really small example, but he teaches me to be generous. Where I can, when I can, generosity, I want it to flow through my fingertips. That's why I give here at Elevate. He teaches me to be generous. I give into my local church because I want to see generosity spread across this city and across this globe. Yeah. That's why I do what I do. And the last thing that the Holy Spirit teaches me is he reveals truth to me. Again, the book of John, he writes in chapter 16, verse 13, but when he, the spirit of truth, comes... He will guide you into all truth. 
He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears and what he will tell you what is yet to come. I was watching a movie, one of my favourite movies. I have a few. I love The Blind Side. It's a good one. And I love The Help. Who's seen The Help? Oh, my gosh. These just... Oh, look, it's such a good movie. I cry through the whole thing. And there is, it was set in Jackson, Mississippi in 1963. And it was a time when African-American women were maids, in some ways slaves, if you want to use a better word, for Caucasian females and, and white families. And they were the help. They had to do all the things, mainly that, that the woman or the female in that family didn't really want to do. They cooked, cleaned, looked after the kids and all that kind of stuff. And there's this one incredible lady, incredible lady. And her name was Abilene. And she was the help for this particular family. And she helped the woman look after this little girl. She was beautiful, beautiful, gorgeous little girl. And one of the, in the, one of the scenes of the movie, and it kind of spats throughout, but one of the scenes in the movie, the, the female, the mum of this little girl, really lays into her because little girl's on something that deems completely wrong according to this mother. And she starts laying into this little girl, being really nasty, saying terrible things and just really making this poor child distressed. Anyway, Abilene realises this and thinks, okay, this is not a good thing. And at which point there's a pause in this kind of bit. And she runs over to the little girl and gets down on her level, looks her dead in the eyes with tears in Abilene's eyes. She grabs her face and says this, oh, You is smart. You is kind. I always cry. You is important. And she reminds this little girl of the things that she's been teaching her throughout the course of this movie, but it would seem the course of her life. The Holy Spirit is that for us, everybody. Absolutely. Because this is what he says about us. We are above and not below. We are the head in life, not the tail. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. We are created in the image of God. We have a greater spirit in us. We is smart. We is kind. We is important. You know, there are so many elements that I can talk about when it comes to the Holy Spirit, but we're just focusing on a few today. And... We are absolutely wanting to partner with every person as you grow and shape your future with the Holy Spirit, that we're going to add some more staff in Elevate groups in the notes to drill down, dig a bit deeper and get to know him a bit more intimately. So this week or next week, when you gather in your Elevate group, you're going to get some notes to equip you to really discover more about what this person, the Holy Spirit, can do and be in our lives. I'm going to wrap it up really soon. Here at Elevate, my heartbeat, and I would say Mark's heartbeat, is that we shape a future that has no boundaries with God. It has no limits with God. That we choose to align our way and our vision with his to determine a future that is so potent that is so shaped by him, that is so marked by him, that people can't help but talk about who Jesus is. 
Our mandate in this house is to give him glory, to make him famous. And we can do that because we have a Holy Spirit that leads, guides, shapes and builds our future. We don't do this alone. We absolutely don't. And if we, as Elevate Church, tap into that, there is no stopping us. There is absolutely no excuse and there's no way that we can allow ourselves to be restricted because God can do immeasurably more than we could ask or imagine. Scripture says, and I'm saying that because I don't remember the verse, but find it when you hear this again, if you're writing it down. It's not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. And that is us today. It is by his spirit. There you go, Micah. Search it. Oh, yeah, Bades, if you want to Google and find it, that's cool too. That is our heart. So I'm going to put out a charge. If you have never, ever really got to know the Holy Spirit, invited him into your life, then today dip your toe in. Have a bit of a lurk around. Find out about him. Read the Bible, get some books, go online, whatever. Do that. Mars Hill Church is a really good resource as well. Really simple outline if you're wanting to really have a look. Do that. But do it. And those of you who are filled to the nostrils, sorry, you've still got that much to go. So bust out and drink further from the well of life, the Holy Spirit. Pour more into your life because you want to permeate and let it flow from your fingertips. And see how God shapes the future of your life with this church and in this church because we represent the church. We are the church. It's not some mysterious little hut over here. It is you and me doing life, doing stuff, making him famous. And that's what we're going to do together. One last thing, and I almost hate that it's the last thing sometimes because I would love it to be the first thing, or maybe I might do it one time as the first thing. This is an incredible, incredible opportunity for you. If you have never in your life allowed your heart to be open and responding to follow Jesus for the first time, I'm going to invite you to do that. I'm going to invite you to respond with a hand in the air saying, yes, please pray for me. Because allowing him to guide you, to lead you, to love you, is one of the most amazing things you can do. I wrote this, and I don't want to say it incorrectly because I feel like it was the Holy Spirit telling me this. The decision you're about to make is a decision of freedom, of release and peace. Your life will be irrevocably changed for the better, and you get to have a best friend in the Holy Spirit amongst the other two, God and his son Jesus. If you've never done that, I'm going to ask you to slip up your hand. And the rest of us are going to pray. Why? Because we consider this really important. 
And we're going to pray because we are your cheerleaders here at Elevate. Making decisions to follow Jesus is the best decision of your life. So if that's you this morning, I want you to slip up your hand and I would love to pray for you. And we're going to pray for you because this is the continuation of building an incredible life. wasn't saying that it was crappy before, but this is where the rubber meets the road, where freedom reigns. So slip up your hand. I'm looking around from the left to the right. If that's you. Three, two, one. Okay, the rest of you look up at me. We are going into an incredible time here at Elevate. And we have a road ahead of us that is paved with gold because God has prepared a table for us. And I charge every single one of us, me included, are we going to step up and step out and take a hold of the things he has for us or are we going to shrink back? Are we going to have the guts to invite our friends and family over the next few weeks of the most important potent season on the calendar? Are we going to do that? And some of you are already doing that, and that is awesome. But some of us aren't. aren't. I'm going to pray that the Holy Spirit give us confidence to do that. Because it is an incredible time where we get to build a or and repair relationships with our families and our friends. So I'm going to pray. Father, thank you for your word and your truth today. Thank you that you have revealed your spirit to us. Lord, I pray that as we have sat and heard your word, that it saturates our mind and heart. And Lord, I thank you that as we come into this next season of Christmas, this December season, Lord, I pray that we have the confidence and conviction to to invite our friends along to here at Elevate or to invite our friends to events that we have, where it's barbecues or whatever, but get busy about building relationships that have eternity inscripted on them. Father, I thank you that we are poised, ready to move into this next realm with you. And I thank you that you call us to step up and move forward into your and our destiny. I thank you for it in your son's mighty name. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Cool. Have an absolutely fabulous week. I mean that. Enjoy it. Live life to the fullest. Speak life. Encourage the peeps that you're around, your work colleagues, your family. You might be the only life that's around at the time. So be that. Let's have some coffee. What is it? It's very nice. Brazilian. Oh, I like a bit of Brazil. <laughs> what is it? Brazilian, black <laughs> Brazilian something or other. Enjoy. Have a great week.